praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below. Praise him all people in heaven and earth for he deserves our praise. Good morning and we welcome you to our 11 o'clock worship experience. We ask you to remind relatives and friends that we are here and we're going to worship the Lord. I ask now that you would pray with me. Our Father and our God, all glory and honor, adoration and praise belongs to you, Lord. Father God, we ask that you will prepare us through the active presence of your spirit to come before you rightly. Oh God, enlighten our understanding. Lord, purify our every desire. Quicken our wills and strengthen every right purpose. Dear God, we ask that you will move in this house. But Lord, we don't ask that you just move in this house, but in every house, apartment, every place where my voice can be heard at this time. Anoint us, afresh us for your kingdom service. Lord God, let there be no hindrance to our worship. Lord, let there be no distraction in our praise, no hesitation in our hallelujahs, for you deserve all of our praise. Oh God, direct this hour of worship to the magnifying of your holy and righteous name and to the enduring good of us, your children, and your servants. Lord God, we ask that you would do these things in the matchless and in the marvelous name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen. Pat and the band and the male chorus are coming at this time to carry us further into worship. to remind you that much has happened since our last meeting here at this place. We want you to be mindful of all the many deaths that have occurred among us and keep those families in prayer.
Y'all know we have technical difficulties every now and then, so we have to do, do what we can do. Simple song says, look, I feel like going on. I feel like going on. Though trials they come on technical difficulties I feel like going on though trials come on every end I feel like this I feel like singing on I feel like singing on oh Every hand I feel 
I'm Deacon Lawrence Campbell. I will be reading scripture first and prayer afterwards. Scripture reading comes from Ecclesiastes, fourth chapter, ninth through the twelfth verse, and first Corinthians, twelfth chapter, the twenty-first verse. And it's as read as follows. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them fall down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. 1 Corinthians 12, chapter uh, 21st verse. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. Let us pray. Oh, eternal God, Lord God, thank you, Heavenly Father, for this blessed day that you have given us, that we're able to praise you once again, oh, Heavenly Father. Thank you for this marvelous day, Heavenly Father. Thank you for all that you do, Heavenly Father. Thank you for allowing us to be your children this day, that we're able to praise you and praise you forevermore, oh, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we want to thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and our Redeemer, our friend, O oh Lord God, the ones that stick closer than a brother. Thank you, O oh Lord God, for the Holy Spirit that dwells within us, that teaches us and keeps us in the righteous pathway, O oh Lord God. Forgive us of all our sins, O oh Lord God, empower us to do your will through your Holy Spirit, O oh Lord God, that none can be able to fall without the other. Lord God, bless and thank you for K Chapel, O oh Heavenly. Uh, K Chapel is a, a representation of the Christ, the body of Christ. And the things that we do, oh Lord God, thank you for allowing us to be able to do the things with the church members throughout the community, throughout the state, and throughout this country, oh Heavenly Father. Now, Lord God, look upon the sick, the bereaved. Look upon the sick, oh Lord God, and knowing that teach them, help them to comfort them, O oh Lord God, and heal them. We all know that you are the great healer, O oh Heavenly Father, that none can do without you, O oh Lord God. You are able to heal the mind, body, and spirit, O oh Heavenly Father. Lord, look upon the bereaved families, Heavenly Father. Give them peace as while they're going through their trials and tribulation, Heavenly Father knowing that you are the resurrection and the life, that none die within you, O Lord God, that at the end of time that all shall be raised up and that all shall have the glorious day, O Heavenly Father. Now, bless the preached man, O Heavenly Father. Look upon him this day, O Lord God. Let his words be meditating in our hearts and minds. Let us not only be hearers of his word, but doers of his word. These blessings I 
ask in your son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 You know, I was reminded when we was having a few technical difficulties, you know, the devil is busy, but there's no way he's going to stop our praise. Because where two or three are gathered, touching and agreeing, the Lord said he would be a God in the midst. So we're going to praise him regardless. Right now it's time to bless the Lord through our giving. And we understand that fully worshiping God includes offerings. For the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And you can't beat God giving no matter how you try. And there are multiple ways to give. You can give by the envelope system. You can mail it here to the church or you can use the telephone number that's on your screen. Or you can use the K-Chapel app. And some people still choose to come to the office, which is fine, and to slide it through the mail slot in the door. But just remember that the Lord God loves a cheerful giver. Pat is coming now with the K-Band.
Heavenly Father, for allowing the ones that were able to give. Bless the ones that was able to give. Bless the ones that desired to give, Lord God, that wasn't able to give. Maybe the nourishment and the strength and the growth of this church. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I mentioned a few minutes ago that much has happened across the week since we last met here on last Sunday. And today we're going to ask that you would give special prayer because all of us need prayer. But there are some families among us that are really going through bereavement time at this time. The young and lucky families. The Donaldson and Irvin families, the Griffith and Bridgman families, the Minor and Lee families, and then the Vance and Hayden family, and all of Hines County Sheriff Department need special prayer. You know, Sheriff Lee Vance had deep ties with Cade Chapel Church. Many of you probably not aware of the fact that his grandfather pastored this church from 1927 until 1969. And Lee Vance's grandfather, matter of fact, baptized me and my brother Willie. And this was when we were in the small church on the other side of the street. I had the opportunity to work with Sheriff Lee Vance. He was an officer that cared about people and he also cared about his staff. And that's a good balance when you care about the people that you protect but you also care about the people that are protecting them. And there's one thing that stands out when I think about Sheriff Lee Vance, he was proud of being a member of the 833 West Maple Street Lanier High School family. And he would tell you in a minute, don't mess with Lanier. But what's even greater is the fact that his love was shown through the many years of service that he rendered to this city and to this county. He will be missed. We're gonna get ready now for special music, a time when you can kind of put everything aside and just concentrate on the Word of God. We're getting ready now for special music.
We give honor to God the Father. We give honor and praise to Jesus the Son and to the Holy Ghost, our Comforter. And then we give honor and praise to our Lord and our God for our pastor, Reverend Reginald Buckley, as well as our pastor emeritus, Reverend H.L. Buckley. And I'm thankful that we can take a moment this morning to give our pastor a break. My granddaddy used to say, you know, some people will work a good mule till he falls out. 
and we don't want our pastor to fall out. So I'm thankful that we can give him a break this morning. There is a word from the Lord. I ask that you will pray with me at this time. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to break the bread of life. I ask now that you will hide me behind the cross. Let my brothers and my sisters hear your voice. Let them feel your spirit and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Earlier in your hearing, Deacon Campbell, he read the supporting scripture that we have this morning, which was Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. And again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevails against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. And then our supporting scripture comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. And we will use as a subject this morning, come back to the village. Come back to the village. As a thesis we are looking at, it takes a village to raise a child. You know, the Igbo, Yorubu, Nigerian proverb exists in different forms and in many African languages. The basic meaning is that child upbringing is a communal effort. The responsibility for raising a child is shared with the larger family, sometimes called the extended family, where everyone in the family participates, especially the older children, the aunts, the uncles, grandparents, maybe even cousins. And it's not unusual for African children to stay for periods of time with their grandparents or even to be kept from time to time by neighbors and friends. For children are considered a blessing from God for the whole community. And this communal responsibility in raising children is also seen in the Tanzanian proverb, which says, one hand does not nurse a child. Fannie Lou Hamer used to say, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And if you are like me, you are sick and tired of being sick and tired of the killings, the murders, the homicides, the senseless crimes that are being committed 
not just in Jackson, Mississippi, but this is a state as well as the United States and a world problem. Senseless murders. And the numbers are rising every day. The village needs you. The village needs your influence. And let us be clear about the village. Geographically, I'm not saying move back to your original neighborhoods, but I am suggesting that we slow down some of our personal interests and start back giving communal support toward our children as well as our friends and our relatives. They need us and they need our testimonies. It's not just a youthful problem that we are experiencing. Oh yes, there are many children that are committing crimes, but there are adults, young, middle-aged, and even elderly people are committing senseless crimes. Going to the village, coming back to the village could mean walking down the street. It could mean driving over to your brother or your sister's house. It could mean going to your son or your daughter's home. It could mean going down the hallway, and don't miss this. It could mean walking down the hall to your child's room and opening the door to see what's happening in their room. It could mean going up the stairs unannounced to see what is happening. You must realize that the devil comes in different forms and fashions. Some people are looking for him in a red suit with a fork with horns and a tail, but he comes in different ways, brothers and sisters. He may be wearing a three-piece suit and a necktie. He may be a blue-collar worker. He may be an educator. He may even be a president or a governor. He may be a young lady in a nice dress, but the devil comes in all forms. You must realize the fact that he didn't just start in 2021 to deceiving people. His deceiving tactics started back in Genesis in the Garden of Eden, where chapter 3, verse 1 says, Now the serpent was one more crafty than any other beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, has God said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden? You see, here the devil used a serpent. Here he used a snake. But that was what he used that day at that time in the garden. Take note of what Peter said in 1 Peter 5, chapter 5, verse 8. 1 Peter warns us. He said, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Meaning, your adversary, your opponent, your conflict maker, the person who loves disputes, the devil. The devil, you ask why, what is going on? Why the crime? 
Why the madness? The devil is doing what he said he was going to do. The New American Standard Bible said, Be of sober spirit, be self-controlled and alert. Be careful and watch out for the attacks from the devil. Maybe we're not spending enough time as Christians. We hate the madness, but what are we doing about it? Time. And that's my first point. We must spend more time with our children, brothers and sisters. We cannot put them on automatic. We cannot wind them up and just let them go. Yeah, we're giving them a TV. We're giving them an iPad, a cell phone, a computer, a tablet. And that's a big part of the problem. I need to serve notice on somebody. Satan is devouring our children through social media. They see it, they hear it, they read it, they text it, they conversate about it. And the stuff that they see, they try it. What happened to us sitting down and talking to our children and listening to them and giving them advice, asking them questions, and then listening to the answers that they give so we can give them the right answer? and the right concept. Our parents, when we were coming up, would screen whoever came to our home. My parents would say, young man, who are your folk? And if that young man didn't respond in the right way, my parents would say, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to move on. What happened to sitting down and just listening and Telling our children what's good and what thus say the Lord. And then who are you leaving them with when you have to leave the house? Are we so desperate until just anybody will do? This is a big part of their lives that's being destroyed. You can build something good and positive in your child and give them the wrong company keeper or babysitter and that person will blot everything out that you have instilled. Then there needs to be teaching, which is my second point, teaching. We as parents and guardians have the responsibility of teaching our children, not just how to study, but we need to teach them what things they need to be studying. And strong emphasis need to be placed on good and acceptable behavior. Their speech. Yes, academic is important, but there are little things that mean so much. Are we teaching them the power of action words like yes, sir? Yes, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. May I be excused? Please. And this is our responsibility. And we're not doing it. We need to come back to the village. Teach the young and remind the old that the meaning of responsibility lies in each and every individual. PG-12, PG-13, PG-14 means something, brothers and sisters. Parental 
guidance. Regular television has gotten to be rated X. They need parental guidance. 12-year-old, 13, 14, some of them even older than that, they still need parental guidance. Come back to the village. And then thirdly, train. Training is important. If you don't believe it, look up Proverbs 22 and 6, where it says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Training. Teaching is primarily associated with the classroom. Or it could even be in the bedroom, at home, at the kitchen table, in the den, where we can teach, whereas theoretical knowledge of various subjects are provided. But there has got to be some things put in action Conversely, training is one such process which helps in imparting specific skills in the trainee so as to make him or her be able to do it rather than just to know it, to actually do it. The United States military, sporting events, law enforcement, we would sit in a classroom in the police academy and we would learn things about law enforcement during the day. But that evening we had to dress out and hit the field. We had to do some physical training to go with the mental stuff. Behavior should be taught, but yes, it also should be put into action. A personal trainer can help an individual on a personal basis. And when we talk spirituality and the things of God, yes, there needs to be a man, there needs to be a woman, a mother, a father, a guardian to teach it. But we also need the help of the Holy Spirit so that we can get it instilled in our children so that when they get old, it won't depart from them and they won't depart from it spirituality where we tell and we teach but then we also show have they heard you pray have your children seen you get down on your knees and pray an effective fervent prayer to God almighty have you taken them to anything spiritual I know we're in a pandemic at this time, but do you sit with them during the service when you are watching it virtually? Are you worshiping with them? The family that prays together stays together. They need to see some God-fearing people. They need to hear some God-fearing prayers. We have got to fight against Satan and his army if we expect to cut down on the senseless crimes we have to teach accountability and consequence. Children, as well as grown-ups, need to know that there are consequences for actions taken, especially when they are negative and unlawful. Yes, there would be judgments, there would be courts on this side of death, but there will also be a day of judgment on the other side of death. 
when everything done in these bodies will be revealed come back to the village brothers and sisters Christians come back to the village people have died people have gone to jail fought they have been abused and misused we had black people that were had dogs sicked on them for the cost of freedom fire hoses shot on them and pushed them down to the ground we've had people that were drugged by cars and trucks on rough and rugged roads until they died others that were tied to the railroad tracks to be smashed and cut up by trains for the cost of freedom and it was not for us to be free to rob, steal, rape and kill but it was for us to have equal rights Yes, black lives matter, but God knows they need to matter to black people too. All lives matter, and we have got to stop the violence. God is love, and that's what we need to do. We need to come back to the village, and don't be selfish and give so we can give our testimonies and help these children so they won't go to a burning hell. And I can hear some of you saying you have not been to a PhD program. You've not had psychological training, but you don't need that. All you need is a loving heart, an open Bible, and an open mouth, and be willing to teach and to tell what the Lord God has done for you. There would be less homicides and less suicides if some of these people had been, known, had been told and would have known that somebody loves them, the Lord God, and we love them as well. Many years ago, the Young Adult Fellowship came to this sanctuary and sang a song, and the words of that song was, as long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. It said I've been lied on, cheated, talked about, mistreated, built, scorned, talked about, show as you born. I've been up, I've been down, I've been leveled to the ground. As long as I have King Jesus. And the pastor at that time was Reverend H.L. Buckley. At the end of that song, he served notice on them, and I'm serving notice on you as well. He said, I can't let you all sing that song anymore. He said, the rhythm is nice, the beat is nice, and you all voices were melodious, but the lyrics are not true. We do need each other. The children and the adults need Christians to step it up. Over 2,000 years ago, the Lord God, because he loved us when we had fallen in sin, he sent his only begotten son because he loved us so much. Yes, John 3.16 tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. God sent him in the form of a man. Only a man could suffer, but only a God could save. 
He who was without sin became sin for us. And if the Lord God could do that for us, surely we can come back to the village and do what we need to do as Christians for our brothers and for our sisters. Come back. Come back to the village. Give your testimony. Give your testimony. Turn this thing around. There's a song that talks about us going back to the old stomping ground. And it goes this way. It says, take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first receive you. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, where I first believe. I'm going to say it again. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first receive you take me back take me back dear Lord where I first believe listen I feel so far from you Lord but still I hear you calling me those simple things that I once knew the memories are drawing me I must confess Lord I've been blessed but still my soul not satisfied renew my faith If you would like to join this fellowship, 
I ask that you would pray this prayer if you have not already prayed. Pray this prayer if you want to give your life to Jesus. There's a number on the screen that will allow you to join this church. And just repeat after me. Lord God, I know I am a sinner. I ask that you will forgive me for my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. And I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that the Lord raised you from the dead. And right now, I ask you to come into my heart as I make you my Lord and Savior. And if you prayed that prayer and want to join this fellowship, just call the number that's on the screen. He's standing with open arms and said, whoever will, let them come. Whoa, take me, take me back, take me back, take me back, dear Lord. May the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Go in peace. Go in peace.